Are you a team player? Where do your loyalties lie? With the boys on the pitch? With the boys on the tear? Or with those they damage along the way? But who's damaging whom? Hello, I'm Fiona Gruber, and to delve into the murky world of football codes, celebrity and tawdry scandals, I spoke with Sam Strong, who's directing Brendan Cowell's controversial new play, The Sublime. So, what's it about? It's a human story told through a sporting lens. So it's, a, it's about the consequences of engaging in sport at an elite level. Uh, there are three characters. One is uh, an AFL player, uh, his brother who is an NRL player, uh, and a third character who is a young female runner. And I think Brendan was interested in the clash between these people's sporting lives and their civilian lives. Brendan's uh, very keenly observed the the kind of consequences of being under a media spotlight uh, and how behaviours that that might otherwise go unnoticed uh, or might go punished in different ways are in some ways intensified when they're put into this particular context, a milieu of someone in a a media-saturated world and someone with with a very high public profile. Some people would say that this play condones the appalling behaviour of footballers and the naive behaviour of young women and the whole celebrity culture. What would you say to that? Uh, I think it certainly doesn't condone, but what I think the play does do and why I think it's a really important play to stage uh, is that it does depict that behaviour. It depicts behaviour that that some people will find challenging, but I think it depicts it in a way that is both complex and real and provocative. Uh, And I think that's why the work is so important, is that it is unafraid to deal with some difficult topics, uh, but it does that certainly uh, not to condone uh, some of the behaviours that that might appear in the piece, uh, but as a way of asking questions uh, about those behaviours. And of course, as individuals, they follow a different code in the outside world, or even as individuals, uh, athletes. But of course, group behaviour, whether it's group behaviour on the terraces, screaming abuse at the at the referee or it's group behavior of a lot of men in a dark room victimizing a young woman for the purpose not so much of sexual gratification but of bonding male bonding and she's almost irrelevant that kind of behavior is all about the group versus the individual isn't it absolutely and i think interesting i worked worked on a play in sydney a few years ago with one of the cast members uh, josh mcconville which was the gordon graham play the boys which in some ways is the one of the, well, the great works of the australian canon but i think it's had such a legacy because it was unafraid to delve into the darker and nastier parts of uh, male group psychology because people will behave differently in a group. And, and, and also, you're talking here about teams and people that are that are training together, they're playing together, they're often living together. Uh, so there are challenges that have been very widely documented about what happens when you take them out of that context, when we require a particular behaviour of them uh, and you place them in a different context. Well, there's a lot of very black humour in it. Uh, it's it's very savage, really unflinching, and I think it will really divide audiences as well. It's strong. It's, it's kind of, you know, strong language, very kind of strong descriptions of what's going on. But it's um, I found it really exhilarating because... It's looking at something right in the eye and it's really tackling a lot of the issues that the media is obsessed by, the sex scandals that always accompany elite group sports like football. And it's, uh, it's taking real life events, it's twisting them. I'm sure you've, uh, you've had this legaled to within an inch of its life. Uh, yes, we have had it uh, legal to within an inch of its life, and 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 the reason for that uh, is 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 its immediacy, uh, and I think its immediacy is what 
makes it so confronting. Brendan Cowell's well known as an actor and he's now establishing himself as a writer and a director and he's written a novel which also kind of looks at youth culture and suicide in Cronulla. But do you think he gets Melbourne? Because the play's full of um, NRL versus <laughs> AFL and that some of the you know best humour comes from that kind of ridiculous competitiveness. But... Does Brendan the Sydney Sider get the Melbourne shtick? Yes, is the short answer. Uh, the longer answer is that we've given him a little bit of help on the uh, on the Melbourne side of things and on the AFL side of things. Uh, but as you identify, there is some wonderful humour and kind of very classic ribbing uh, that goes on uh, between the characters about uh, not just NRL versus AFL, but also NRL versus AFL versus athletics, and also and, and particularly there's a lot of Sydney Melbourne uh, rivalry that's found its way into this work. But uh, what's fascinating for me about Brendan's output is kind of what notwithstanding uh, the form that he's been he's been working in whether it's screen or whether it's a novel or whether it's drama I think he has as good an understanding of contemporary masculinity uh, as any other writer going around and he is really unafraid to write men and write the ugly uh, side of men but also to write to write that in a way that is complex and I think what's uh, even more interesting about the sublime is that Brendan has turned that kind of forensic interrogation of psychology and and, and on, on of masculinity uh, to the female character as well so the female character of Amber is written with just as much complexity and nuance uh, and detail and occasional ugliness as the male characters. And I think yeah, that's, for me, what really sets Brendan's work on this play apart uh, is that it, it does draw these people in all of their three-dimensional detail from from their more charming parts through to their very, very ugly, ugly parts. And each character is very evenly drawn. And I think that makes it uh, a wonderful challenge to rehearse. Uh, it makes it very a very meaty challenge for the three cast, um, Anna Sampson playing Amber, Josh McConville playing Dean, the AFL player, and uh, Ben O'Toole playing Liam, the NRL player. Um, they're all very, very rich, varied complex, contradictory characters that you that you can fling yourself at uh, as an actor. Are you expecting this to be the most controversial play at the MTC this year? <laughs> oh, well, I've, I've it's a very commercially successful one, so um, I would hope, uh, and actually that's a lie, I wouldn't hope that this is controversial because I don't think the piece sets out to be controversial for its own sake, but I think, I think it will be controversial, uh, and it's important uh, that it is controversial um, because this is a play that is, that is about... Australian society uh, right now and if it wasn't asking difficult questions uh, about our society and how we want our society to be and how it in fact is uh, then I think the play wouldn't be doing its job. Thank you Sam Strong very much indeed. No worries, my, my absolute pleasure. Thank you for the chat. And Melbourne Theatre Company's production of The Sublime is on between August the 22nd and October the 4th at Art Centre Melbourne, The Fairfax. You can book online at www.mtc.com Dot AU. Or phone us on 03 86 88 08 00.